You know, I, I keep hearing the Lord say, I need my people to have crazy faith crazy faith we are living in a time to where if the lord says to go right we have to do it right then at that second no more and sometimes we've kind of settled for like this mediocrity we'll go to church we'll say amen we even pray here and there but there is a time where right now the lord says no i need you to have crazy faith if i tell you to do something that looks totally stupid are you gonna do it are you going to be so close to me that you can hear me every step of the way? And that is crazy faith. So right now he's saying no more settling for just mediocrity. There's a whole nother dimension that you haven't even tapped into, but it's going to be so crazy. People are going to be looking at you and being like, girl, you are crazy. But guess what? That's the faith that he's calling us to. He's calling us to go further, to go deeper every single day, every hour, moment by moment. It's going to look so crazy to the outside world. They're not going to understand it, and it's not for them to understand. And sometimes we're waiting on the approval of, of other people. Knowing that it was God that told you. He gave you the direction. He gave you the vision and the dream. So if they don't understand it, it wasn't for them to understand. It was for you to execute and be obedient in it. So right now, today, just lift your hands and say, Lord, I have crazy faith. I have crazy faith, Lord, that if you tell me to do something, even if I look crazy, if I look stupid, if people stop following me, if people stop liking me and saying I'm doing a good job, it doesn't matter because I'm not seeking their approval. No more people pleasing. No more people pleasing. God, I serve you. We just sung a song and it said, God, I give you all my worship, all my praise. That means everything. I give it all to you no matter what. You have it all, God, and I just submit myself to you. And sometimes that is literally a moment-by-moment moment process. Sometimes I feel submitted in the morning, but by the afternoon, I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. I started off crazy, but then I got a little low-key, and I said, I'll do it tomorrow again. But he says, no, you got to stay in every single moment, every moment, every day, crazy faith. It's going to look crazy. People are going to think that you're crazy, but, but, but when you get crazy, that's really when you know that you really tapped into something. You're going to another level. You're going to a deeper level. Tap into the spirit realm. The spirit realm will prepare you and guide you. It's not about, it's not about fear. The Holy Spirit guides, and it's so peaceful. It's so calming. It's so serene. The enemy in the world forces you to do things, forces you to make a decision right here, right now. But the Holy Spirit guides you into all truth. He guides you. He leads you. He speaks to you in that still, small voice. So you know it's him. You know it's him every time. But it's going to take some crazy faith. And when you make, it, make up in your mind to have crazy faith, then your actions will follow. But it starts up here. It's a battlefield of the mind, but you already won the battle, but you got to decide that I'm going to have crazy faith no matter what. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that we are your remnant of believers with crazy faith. That every single day that we will make up in our mind that we will follow you. That we will choose your path no matter what. Even if the money looks better on the other side, that we will stay We'll stay close to you no matter what, God. 
and we know that we might look crazy, that we don't know where the resources and the people may come, but we know that if we just seek you with all of our hearts, all things will be added. He says, seek first the kingdom of, of God and all things will be added. You belong to a kingdom system. You live in the world, but you are a kingdom citizen first. You belong to the kingdom and the kingdom operates by faith. So the, the things of this world operate in a certain manner, but the kingdom of God operates by faith. Faith is your currency. Faith is the thing that, that takes you from glory to glory. So if you don't have the faith, you really can't operate in the kingdom. It's a faith thing. It's a belief system. Change your mindset. Change your perspective. You can call things as they are when you have the kingdom perspective. But you got you to trade it. You got to trade this, this worldly mindset for a kingdom mindset every single day. Because the world, the world will try to swallow you up. They'll try to swallow you up and say, do it this way. But when you have the mind of Christ in you, and every single one of us as believers have the mind of Christ, you can now see, you can discern, you can say, ah, no, that's not it. That's not the kingdom way of doing things. It might look like the right way, but that's not the kingdom way. You'll start to see things. God will give you vision. He will show you people's intentions ahead of time. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you, God, that we have crazy faith. No matter what you say to do, no matter what it looks like, Lord, that we will follow you. We will submit ourselves to you day in and day out, no matter what. No matter what you're calling us into. No more settling for mediocrity. We weren't meant to live just regular lives, normal lives. Lord, you take us higher when we submit to you, God. And right now, Lord, we take off. We take off the handle. Sometimes we like to grab hold of things when things get scary or when we don't know we try to we try to like think about it when you fall you try to grab you try to grab the, the closest thing but sometimes we have to let go we literally just have to let go and say God if I fall doing it your way it's on you not on me and every time you can ask any believer when they've taken taken the the hold off of the handles God saves you every single time and he gives you more than what you have ever would have done had you stayed on holding on so we thank you, God. We thank you, God, that it's really easy at the end of the day. That all we do is submit to you with crazy faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you are excited about having relentless faith? Come on, how many of you say, I'm moving forward? Come on, say that with me. I'm moving forward. I'm moving forward. I'm moving forward. Well, no matter the situation, I'm moving forward. No matter the circumstance, I'm moving forward. And how I'm going to get there is relentless and crazy faith. Hallelujah. Give God a hand clap if you can. If you have your Bibles, I want you to go to Exodus 3 and we're going to read um, Exodus 3 and we're going to jump to Exodus 4. But Exodus 3, 10 through 11. And then we're going to read Exodus 4, 1 through 5. Um, it's good to see everybody this morning. How many are excited about being in the house of God? Amen. Hallelujah. How many, how many of you know that just sometimes just coming together, the Bible tells us to come together and gather and fellowship. How many of you know just by doing that, that, that command, God will start to do things in your life? Just by you following what he told you, to do not deny the fellowshipping together. Because when we come together, 
we uphold a, a tool and a spirit residence and a residue of God. And so I pray that you get what you need this morning. I pray that you come and get what you've been searching for this morning. In the name of Jesus, we love you. Exodus 3, 10 through 11. And if I was to title this, which I don't have to, but I would put, take your stand, take your stand. How many of you know it's time to take a stand? How many of you know sometimes it's not as easy to take a stand, but we got to take a stand? How many of you know if you don't take a stand, your children won't take a stand? If you don't take a stand, those who are behind you, on side of you, will not take a stand. Sometimes you've got to learn what it takes to take a stand. As we uh, celebrate our kids and the school year and all these things, we have to understand how to lead and guide them in the way they should go. Uh, and if you're not a parent, you are still a leading and a guider because you work for the kingdom of God, and, and that's a building company. <laughs> Come on, somebody knows I work for a building company. You either build up or you tear down. And so we thank God for the instructions and the tools to build up. Amen. Exodus 3, 10 through 11. And it says, come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, who am I that I should go into Pharaoh and that I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? Exodus 4, I want you to go to Exodus 4 really quick, jump to the next chapter there. Exodus 4, 1 through 5. And we're going to conclude there. The Mo then Moses answered and said, but suppose they will not believe me or listen to my voice. Suppose they say the Lord has not appeared to you. So the Lord said to him, what is in your hand? He said, a rod. And he said, cast it to the ground. So he cast it to the ground, and it became a serpent, and Moses fled from it. Then the Lord said to Moses, Reach out your hand and take it by its tail. And read out your hand, and he caught it, and it became a rod in his hand, that they may believe that the Lord God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has appeared to you. You may be seated. I'm going to highlight uh, verse 2 there. So the Lord said to him, what is in your hand? What is in your hand? What is in your hand? Uh, and, and we're going to see what the mind of God has for this morning. Can you say amen? So the Lord said, what is in your hand? I want us to understand when we conclude God's agenda and God's intent for our life, God is a merciful God, and he's a God that wants to give us a life. He said, I come that you might have life, and that life more abundantly. That life more a what? Abundantly. abundantly. So he wants us to have abundant life. And all that we are and all that we do, we are called to have abundant life. And in the conclusion of having that abundant life, we deal with the nature. We deal with the adversary that is not inclined for us to have that abundant life. And so God always, and his intent is always to try to bring his people back to that original state in him, that original place in him. It, it's in him that we move. It's in him that we breathe. It's in him that we have our being. How many know what that really means? It's, it's in him. How many, come on, say that with me. It's in him. It's in, it's in him. Nothing outside of him will work in you and nothing outside of him. Everything that we do, we're called to do it from him and in him. From him and 
in him. It's in him that we have victory. Uh, we can try victory. We can practice victory outside of him, but we can only find that victory and win and stay sustaining that victory when we learn to stay in and with him. Can you say amen? So I want you to understand that, that, that in God's rescue plan, for us to come into that life and that abundant life that he's called for us, uh, uh, he, he has a way to do that. He has a way. Um, and he has a style of doing that. He, he has a way of doing that. He has a style of doing that. And he's called us to do it uh, uh, in him in such a way that we have to learn how to live from him. We have to learn to live what? From him. All right. And so Moses was called to save the children of Israel. How many of you know that God heard their cries? Come on, if you're in bondage, how many of you know God hears your cries? Yeah, so, so he's always in preparation to give you a savior or bring you a savior. And, 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 and in your cry, don't ever think that he doesn't hear your cry. But in your cry, there's a cry that gets his attention. There's a difference between a cry and a cry that gets it as attention, which means every cry that you have, let the cry of your heart be towards him. Can you say amen? Let, Lord, let the cries of my heart make sure that they are towards you. And the children of Israel hit something in God where he heard their cries and he sent Moses to deliver them. However, Moses was not equipped. He, he, he didn't think that he can do such a thing. How many of you know God called you for a purpose? All right. How many of you know God called you for a purpose? You, you were not made here just to go to work and pay bills. And I don't know about you. That's not motivating to me. You, you wasn't here just to live just every day. Same here, same there. Run the rat race. Uh, see, that, I'm not here just to do that. You are here for a purpose. Say that with me. I am here for a purpose. And in that purpose, there is a delivery plan for someone. You carry a delivery plan for someone. Somebody say, I'm a carrier. I, I, I'm a, yeah, you are a carrier. You, you, you carry a delivery plan for someone, which means I have to come into a deliverance so I can get my delivery plan. <laughs> Lord, help me with my deliverance so I can interpret my delivery plan. You, you, you have a delivery plan for me, and, and, and I need to make sure that I get that delivery plan uh, instituted in the line because uh, the one who came for my delivery plan bought my deliverance. But what if somebody else's deliverance is within my delivery plan? What if somebody else's deliverance is within my delivery plan? See, somebody brought a word to bring my deliverance, but what if my, the word that I have is to bring somebody else's deliverance? Which means until I get to a place where I can stand and know he's God and speak as an oracle as he's called me to be, I, I could be holding up a deliverance. So God, thank you for my deliverance, but help me. To know my aligned delivery plan. Thank you for my delivering, but help me to know what's my divinely aligned delivery plan. Can you say amen? So Jesus, and we're going to be really short this morning. I just have one, one, one hit this morning for you. Uh, he, he, so he told Moses, I need you to deliver them children. I, I need you to deliver them. Moses said, God, I am not worthy. 
First he said, you know what, why you use me? I, said, I can't even talk. I, I, I haven't passed the ninth grade. I, I haven't went, I don't have the articulation agreement to, to qualify what, what I say. And God said, listen, who made you? Who made your mouth? Isn't it something that we tell God we're not faithful and that we're not worthy? And he said, who made you? <laughs> you, you, you know, God, you, I, I sense you telling me to go down this road, but I'm not. I don't have that degree. I don't have that type of job. I don't have that type of money. But he said, who made you? I, I am the one that created you. Don't tell me what you can and can not do. I, I, I created you. So, so I want you to understand how God sees is different from how we see. How God qualifies is different from how we see. It's different from how we qualify. And, and, and so God was giving him the instructions, the internal structures that govern what he was about to do. He was giving him and leading him on and saying, hey, you're going to do what I called you to do because I need you to take a stand for those children of Israel. I need you to take a stand for those Children of Israel, uh, you're going to learn to take a stand. You're going to face some things, but but you're going to take a stand because guess what? I am with you. You're going to go through some things, but but guess what? I am with you. What what kind of sense that make to bring a man in a whole government and say something like, let my people go? I don't know about y'all. I don't think y'all thought about that. You send one man and his brother to come and go to the president, the, 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 the vice, and say, hey, let my people go. What kind of confidence, what kind of fool just came in here? For us to do things in such a way that brings such a confidence, we need such a God. See, it's that God that makes you do crazy things. Like my wife was saying, it gives you crazy faith. It, it makes you do things that you never thought you would do. It makes you say things that you never thought you can say. It makes you believe things that you never see. You, 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 you keep thinking that it's your mind that have to believe it. No, no, no. You have the mind of Christ. I don't have to believe in myself about what I can do. All I have to do is believe in my Christ, and my Christ helps me believe in me. Y'all better hear me. I don't have to believe in my future. He's already believed in it. I don't have to believe in my freedom. He's already believed in it. When I put myself out of position on myself and reposition myself in him, it's him believing through me. You say, I don't have faith. No, 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 no. You don't have to. You just have to believe in him. I need you to hear me. I don't have to trust in me. I just have to trust in him. And the trust in him will transcend me trusting in myself. Because of his, he is in me. He is the hope of glory in me. You, you, you don't have to put your trust in you. You're not waiting on God to help you trust yourself. You're waiting on God to help you trust in him. Tell somebody, put your trust in him. Put yeah, yeah, yeah. Put, put your trust in him. You, 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 you see, you're waiting on to be built up in you. No, 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 no. Put your trust and focus in him. And if my focus is in him, I don't know. See, don't think strong men. You're looking at strong men wrong. 
When you look at a man of God, you, you, you're looking at them wrong. They, see, that man have learned, if, if he's a man from God, a man of God, he's learned that the flesh profits nothing. And, and he understands that he is nothing. God will trade him out easy. And it's not about just the trade. He, he, he understands that even just the things that God might say to do. And same for you. Just God says all kinds of things. But if you put your trust in yourself, you'll never go. How much are you talking like Moses? I'm not worthy. I'm, I, 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 can't, I don't have the right speech. I, I, I'm not the right person, God. Why are you keep bringing this up to my mind? I am not it. God said, I will be with you. I will be with you. Say that with me. God is with me. God, yeah, even though you might not do the right thing, God is with Even though you might feel it all the time, but God is with you. He's with you. He's with you. Can you say amen? So I want you to understand that now Moses come to the point where God is teaching him. He's He's telling him that, listen, suppose they don't believe what I say when I go. Suppose they, they distrust in my words. Give me a sign. Give me something that they can see to know that you are with me. Give, give me something that to prove that you are with me. How many of you, when you're walking through this life, you want a sign that God is with you? You... How many of you have a minister to somebody? You're like, God, what are you going to use to help them know that I'm with you? You better help them know because they ain't going to know. They're going to they try to do some crazy stuff to me. I, I need you to give me a sign. And, 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 and he told Moses, he said, what is in your hand? Hands. He, he, he told him there's something in your hand which, which means and represents the rod that's in your hand represents it represents a trust factor. It represents a, a, a something that's sufficient for you. What is in your hand? What is in this morning? I came to ask you, what's in your hand? <laughs> I, I'm gonna let you. What What is in your hands? See, because sometimes we're asking God to help us, and we don't realize that sometimes we're still holding on to something that we didn't put down yet. And, and, and God has to define what, what do we have in our hand. He said, Moses, you, you asking me for a sign. What do you have in your hand? Put what you have. In, I need you to throw down, lay down what you have in your hand. Lay down what's been your sufficiency. You see, a, a rod represents something that he leads the sheep with. It, it, it was a sign, it was a, a sign of authority. It was a sign of confidence for, for, for Moses. It was something that he used to get control. He used to, to, to bring sufficiency to his life. Are oh, you hearing what I'm saying? What do you have in your hand that's bringing sufficiency to your life? What, what issue, what problem, what thing is continuing to surface that you're still carrying and God is saying, what is in your hand? What is The majority of conversations you're going to have with God is about what's in your hand. I, I think the church thinks that if we continue to learn more 
as far as uh, biblical uh, estrogesis of knowledge and this, that, 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 that. And we don't consider that God want to have a conversation about what's in your hand. That we can, can grow up. You, you cannot grow up outside of what's in your hand. Because the thing, thing that you continue to hold on to is actually can cause the cracks where the adversary used the, the corridors to infect your life. Moses, what is in your hand? What You asking me to give you a sign. You want me to help. I'm going to walk. I called you to do something. How many of you know you're called? Come on, many are called. I, come on, say that. I'm called. I, I am called. I'm a child of God. I'm called. And because I'm called, God wants to identify what is in your hand. He said, Moses, throw down what's in your hand. Throw down what you used to trust in. Throw down what your sufficiency been. Throw down. You see, you use it as an authority. When they saw the rod, the sheep saw the rod, they had to move with you. They had to do certain things. That rod was a sign of authority. But when your authority is in carnality and you're holding on to your own rod, which means the, the thing that's in your hand is the thing which you stand. You can write that down. The thing that's in your hand is the thing which you stand. It, it's usually what you're standing by. It's usually your strength that you stand up in. See, see, when people don't really understand God, when things happen in your life, you actually pull into something that you stand up in. You don't know me. You don't understand that I have a, a, a degree. You, you don't know me. You don't know how much money I make. See, you, you're standing up in something. You, you find those things that you learn to stand up in because that's, that's your rod. That's, that's, that's what you hold on. That, that's what's in your hand. You, see, when you run into issues, you'll find out what's in your hand. How many of you ever got into something and, and it was, it, you know, it was mind-boggling, but you pulled on some stuff. You was looking for something to hold on to, to, to make sure that your confidence didn't leave. What, let me ask you this. What if faith was God taking all those confident things in you and you didn't have nothing else to grab? See, see, you've been asking faith for that house and that car. Yeah, I know you. You've been asking faith for that job, but what if real faith is I'm taking everything away from you that you can hold on to and make sure that you know that I am your God, that I am your strength, I am your sustainer, I am your sufficiency. And until you get that, I need you to stop standing in and holding on to what you used to holding on to. What is in your hand? What are you using? As an authoritative figure. Because I need you to understand. It, it is not by might. See with God it's not by might. With God it's not by power. But guess what it's by. His, it's, it's by his spirit. Which means the strength of his spirit. Has to teach you and tool you. To understand how to stand by the spirit. And anything that I'm not built in the spirit. Is what I'm learning to be built in. Which means if I don't have the building art articulation uh, uh, trajectory and understanding yet, you think God, you're waiting on God to open up another door. No, what you're waiting on is God to build another element in you to stand. 
I think y'all missed that last sentence. Sometimes we're thinking, waiting on God to open up. Another, that's not what you're waiting on. You're waiting on God to give you the internal structures that govern that door. Because if he opened the door without the con concluding who God is in you, the hope of glory, when you go through the door, the adversary's still going to pick with you and keep you out of it. That's why we visit where we're supposed to live. I, I don't know about y'all. I don't want to visit where I'm called to live. Some of y'all, you, you know, when you go on vacation, some of y'all did them what they call them houses things. You know, them nice uh, uh, Airbnb. Every, how many of y'all ever did an Airbnb? I don't think I've we've done. And you went to that big old mansion. You stepped in and said, whoa, look at me. And you did the twirl and everything. And you went and ran to the room, the kids jumping on the bed, and you, you're visiting. You had a moment in taste in life. You say, where have I been all my life, God? You, you're tasting. And then when the, the, the third day lands, you got to go back home to reality. <laughs> Say, Lord, take me out of this relax. You, 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 yeah, reality sets in. But the, the problem is God is not mad if, if, you, if he wants you to have it. But you're not waiting to have it. You're waiting to have more of him. And the more that you have him, that becomes by default. That's easy when you have him. Why? Because he's the governor. He's the sustainer of that. What do you have in your hand? Moses, what do you have? We have things still that's sufficient to us. You, 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 you don't know why. What's wrong with my prayer life? What's wrong with my day-to-day my -day life? I, I still have sufficiencies that God is wanting to deal with. I, I want you to understand man was made insufficient. Say that with me. Man was made. And when I'm saying man, I'm talking about woman also. I'm talking about the spirit man, the, the flesh man. You were made insufficient. God knew that he created you in. Sufficient. See, after the sin of Adam and Eve, he understood you are insufficient. So if you wake up with a sufficiency that doesn't point to Christ, you're already proving that we don't understand the sufficiency in God. Every day, God wants you to walk by the Spirit, live by the Spirit, pray always, all kinds of stuff like that. He's trying to tell you that the sufficiency of your life is in me. It's not optional. It's, not a, a, it's something that I'm calling you to understand that you can't have life outside of me. So my fight is my fight to stay in him. My fight is not my fight to anybody else. If he called me to do that, my fight is not against you. It's not against flesh and blood. Oh, 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 oh. So that means even if I'm mad at somebody, I'm still in the wrong position. See, I, I got to reposition myself because if I'm mad at people, that means my expectation is for people. But if I position myself in God, now I have an identity and sufficiency that when I come to people, I realize you couldn't do what I was asking you to do in the first place. I needed that out of God. So thank God that you gave that to me because I was looking. I'm so sorry I was looking for that out of you. 
I'm sorry that I was, I thought you was my sufficiency. I thought you made a way out of nowhere. I thought, I thought, I thought without you I was nothing. That's why it's a danger to stand and give people too much credit. No, 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 no. It's Jesus that gives me my ability. It's Christ in me, the hope of glory. So you got to understand who your sufficiency is. Is. And God is asking you this morning, what is in your hand? You have some things in your hand. You, you're asking me to progress you. I'm not. Okay. See, get this out of your mind. I am for you. And I told you if I'm for you, nobody can be against you. Stop saying that people are against you. I told you if I am for you, nobody can be against you. See, I'm one of the beliefs that nobody can stop me. That, that, that's what I believe. If you're in my way, I'm going to go through you, around you, or on top of you. Because Christ in me is a king. And if I'm a child in that house, I know who my daddy is. I know who I belong to. So I stand on top of that. He, watch this. He said we're seated above principalities and powers. Which means if I'm seated above, I can see below that you're under me. That's a stain of understanding your authority in your God. What do you have in your hand? What do you do have in your hand? Now I want you to understand that when we are, when he called Moses to establish and to get the children out of Israel, he was going to establish judgment, justice and equity. He was going to establish judgment, justice and Equity. How many of you know when you're doing things in God, you're establishing justice, judgment, and equity? Yeah, you're not establishing your own feelings. You're establishing who God is and what God stands for. Can you say amen? Now, I want you to understand, how many of you know that God, the Bible says God is love. How many of y'all got that? Now, it's interesting because how many of you know in the world, everybody call everything love? Now, that's, that, that is kind of mind-boggling because everything can't just be love. Everything just can't be love. And if, if that's the rule of how we judge love, that everybody just decide what your love is, because love might be to me to punch you because I'm mad at you. That was love. And see, I don't want to get punched out because you thought that was love. Because the other love was the other person punching you back and knocking you out. See, that, that's good love there. So we made love as if we can just make it up on our own. And the church don't understand. See, we go strong until the homosexuals say, well, we love too. And now you're confused. Like, okay, I don't know how to explain that from there. Because everything he told me, was it sounded like love. This is why there is a type of love. Somebody say a type of love. Which means God, and let me help some of you all out who are already critics of the church. That don't mean we don't love the homosexual. No, that don't mean that. Don't, don't go down that road. No, we love everyone. But however, the sin that, that causes the infection, that, that, that's the issue. Can you say amen? Just like the sin that causes the other. So I want you to understand there's a type of love. There, there are levels and license to love. Say that with me. There are what? Levels and license to love. I ain't never heard that before. If there are levels and license to love, that means... That what I might be calling love might be on my level. So I can't just say love because if I say love and you say love, that doesn't mean that we understand the same love. 
See, love when I was an immature Christian was when somebody didn't have a problem, I leave them alone. That was love. But as a mature Christian, now somebody have a problem. Love is not leaving them alone. You say, well, hold on. I thought it was no, because depending on where I am in God, who is love, by faith, I should understand something on a higher level of love. Have faith in who? God called us to go from faith to faith. If faith grows, does love grow? You know, I'm a component of picking stuff up in the street. Not all the time, because sometimes it's just a mess. But see, I might have a conviction about the paper in the street as a justice symbol. The Holy Spirit might test me and say, pick that up. I say, God, I ain't mind. No, pick it up. All right. But to somebody else, they walk by, they have no justice, nothing, nothing. It's just, in fact, they're the one that threw it out. <laughs> They do it willingly, turn the window down and throw it out. Because they don't have the justice code within them. So what what love was for me, it wasn't for them. I'm helping you understand the terms and the conditions for what we, uh, we, we articulate is not always what we think it is. And the problem we're having today is the church thing. Everybody is on one pendulum. And you met, you undermine the word of God to understand that the just shall live by faith. Which means justice, equity, and e- equality and all that stuff is by faith. Which means you don't know justice outside of You know it from the outside. But the spirit of the kingdom of God, you don't know it from the inside. So what you might be judging from your eyes. What you might be judging from your eyes might be the wrong thing. Let, let, let me prove it. Oh, y'all stand with me just for a second. I'm, I'm going to get somewhere here. I, I want you to go, turn in your Bibles. I want you to go. I want you to go to Isaiah 11, 2 through 3. Isaiah 11, 2 through 3. Now watch this. Uh, for the sake of time, I'm going to move fast. Watch this. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, and the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And the fear of the what? Lord. Verse 3, watch this. He delight in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor the deciding by the hearing of his ears. Which means a spiritual man or woman Do not, if they have learned to walk with God and exercise their spiritual senses, they don't judge by the hearing of the ears or the sight of their eyes. So by default, when the church judge by the sight of their eyes and the hearing of their ears, they're actually working in the environment of the adversarial movement. They have no idea what they're judging by. They have no idea the signs of the times. They have no idea what they are doing so they can be in agreement and become a force multiplier to something that's actually against them, but they're going to agree with it because if they think it's for them. Because of the judgment system, the judgment system. Why am I saying that? Because I just told you that the same judgment system is the same love system. The same judgment system is the same what? So if this is correct, God loves you so much, he said, don't be deceived. He set up a system so you don't have to be what? Deceived. So that's still love. 
So you heard me just say the, the, the spiritual man don't do that. That wasn't against you. You should be in. That's a love statement. I'm giving you license to not be deceived. Be not deceived, for God is not mocked. Which means as you grow in the spirit, you, have, you learn to have discernment beyond what people say and do. You, you learn to have discernment beyond what people, what you hear. What you, the Bible says he doesn't look from the side of his, of the, which means the, he hears by the spirit. I don't speak Spanish, I need to learn Spanish. But when people speak in Spanish, I'm lost. Today, when people speak in spirit, the church is lost. <laughs> and I'm wondering, something is wrong. Number one, why are we lost? This is not, this, in fact, we, we teach elementary principles, and that's the deep thing today. I no, no, don't go in condemnation. The, 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 the elementary principle, what Paul called elementary is deep to us. That's deep. That's, man, we run from that. <laughs> Them elementary principles, brother. It, it's showing that there is something that has bewitched us to believe that we can be perfected by the flesh. Something has bewitched us to believe that if we do these things in such a way, which means when God told Moses, what do you have in your hand? We've learned to keep it in our hand while we try to follow God. I'm keeping what I, what's mine, but I'm going to follow you. I'm keeping what's mine, but I go to church, though. I keep what's mine, but I pay tithes, though. See, no, 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 don't, no, no, but you don't understand me. See, I pay tithes. I go to church on Wednesday, Sunday, Monday. I, just, I go to prayer meeting, but I keep what's mine. Long as I do what you do, God, I can keep what's mine. I can keep my relationship. I can keep the people around me. I can keep my old buddies. I can keep the old friends. I can keep the old addictions. I can keep everything that I came with. I, 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 can, I, I can keep that, right? God said, before I take you into that house, I need you to lay down. <laughs> what is in your hand? I, I, because if you go to that government and you're not a government, we're going to have a problem. If you go to that government and you are not another government, you're going to have a problem. But the way I establish government is not like you, you've learned it. See, you came out of Egypt. You, you learned some things and I got to have to retrain you by the spirit of how I do this now. So sometime God will train you in Egypt. Yeah. Some of you don't get too mad at your job. You're being trained in Egypt for a reason. Yeah, all right, yeah. Don't, don't get, no, 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 no. You, you thinking the devil, no, the devil ain't after you. Sometimes you got to get trained in Egypt because what Egypt does, it provokes you to realize what's in you. And it's the conviction that's going to push you out of Egypt. It's the conviction, the injustice that's going to, y'all better hear me. It was the injustice that's put me out. There's a point in you in Egypt. You're going to realize, no, I will not stand for that injustice any longer. Don't, 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 don't bother Egypt too early. Don't, don't bother Egypt too early. E Egypt is for a 
a reason. It's, it, it, I used to cry to go to Egypt every day. Y'all hear me? I, I, I understand, but, but I learned that it was for a reason. Because God has to get a reason out of you so for his season. Tell somebody there's a reason. Hit your neighbor and say there's a reason for the season. There's a reason for the season. God is trying to train you his ways so you can know how he works. You don't like your neighbor on the side of you just yet. You, you, you. All right. Oh, okay. I, I, I want you to stay in church. God is... We're we trying to get you to stop arguing with, with the neighbor in the other buggy. That employee that you don't like. That messy one that come around and talk about him. See, see God helps you to learn the justice system in Egypt sometime. Yeah. yeah, and I know it's grievous. How many of y'all feel like, man, look, I'm about to lay this one out right here. If they come around my desk one more time, I'm... They, that one, no, that one tell me one more thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you. you, you Egypt is for a reason. God knew that he, he bought him for such a time. Because what Egypt was doing in Moses is built him a structure in him of keen understanding. So he, he grew up with a kingship understanding. He was a prince, but he understood the architecture of kingship. He understood the architecture of governmental elements. So when God picked a man, he couldn't pick a man that was scared. He had to pick a man with elements that understood these See, see, you're in Egypt right now because you're understanding the elements. You're understanding how they work and the way they do things and the way they talk and the way they move. And because God, when he sends you back out and back in, now you can be shrewd as a serpent and homeless as a dove. Because now you know how they work and how you're not getting a degree. Come on, college. You don't, you're not getting a degree like you think you're getting it. You know, my slogan was, I fast for class because I had to understand the elements. I, I would sit in class and say, wow, this is how they think. And they don't realize they're missing the elements. They, they don't know how to put it in the right order. And I would ask questions and they don't want to talk about it because they don't. It's by the spirit that you put that in the right order. You, you want to bring this one that you call this justice. And ah, but, but what about that? And what, well, we're not talking about that. The curriculum. Yeah, I, I know you stick to your curriculum. But, 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 but see, see, God will have you there to look at their curriculum so you can get yours and establish. Y'all missing it. I'm, I'm trying to help you to understand where your influence is. See, you, you, you're waiting on an opportunity, but you're not prepared for what God is trying to bring you. When you go in, you come in with a statement. You're not going to Egypt like everybody else for their big house. No, you're getting, you're getting the keys to everything the kingdom came with. Hiya, Torah. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I brought about three of y'all in here. You, you, you're getting the keys to the kingdom. That govern rule. Can you say amen? 
So I want you to understand. I have to move for the sake of time. You, I want you to understand the ways of God is different from the ways of man. How many of y'all got that point? Which means don't, don't think it's not outside of love, though. Uh, see, I'll put that point right there because you, you say grow in God, but you forget that that's also growing in love. You say grow in justice, but you forget that's also growing in love. Because if I'm growing in God, I'm growing in the God of that love. Which means justice to God is love. But on one level of love, it can perceive the other level wrong. And we're in a time, well, because the church is still living on one level of love. This is why you see a certain split of understanding. And it's interesting because most believers don't understand the times that we're in. And I'm saying that to say that in these times, the church has to learn to be in unity. Because if we're not in unity and we stay in uniformity, we're seeing the elements of nature be destroyed. There, you, we're not where we were five years ago. I, I, I want some of you to wake up. You, 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 you're sleeping and watching TV, but you, 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 we're in a different point of life right now. In the next couple of years, it's going, we're going to look at the, the change of the trajectory of our lifestyle. And you have to understand how these elements work. Or you're going to perceive something that's really love as not love because of your level. Are y'all catching this? So if you're not growing in God by default, at a certain point, the Bible says in the last days, things are going to perceive as right. Well, the very elect will even be, if, if, no, no, hold on, if, if, if it was permissible, they can be deceived. That, I don't know if that's a strong statement. I'm like, man, it's going to look that equal. It's going to, everybody, you're not even going to notice. Because everybody's going to say God. Everybody's going to do good things. And so if we don't know that and we don't have the spirit in growth, we can't read on the third level. You can be conjoining with a neighbor. That's not your neighbor. <laughs> and the problem is where you're walking is not the right way. If we're going to understand where we're going in the elements of nature and, and to go deliver the children out of bondage, you've got to understand how God works in you and through you and his purposes for your life. Can you say amen? Now, I want you to understand. Now, he's telling you that the first thing that you're going to learn is I don't do it like man do it. You are not a, just a human being. Stop thinking that you know me by just what you see in here. Until you understand the origin and intent based behind everything people say, you don't know. What did I just say? Until you understand the origin and the intent behind everything people say, you really don't know. Oh, I, do I have to take you through the class of mass manipulation? I'm going to have to teach on the class of the master manipulators. Jesus, you know, I feel like we don't have no idea about master manipulators. 
And, and see, the problem also is when we, sometimes when we undermine our education, people get high words and they ain't said nothing. I'll sit there and say, what? okay, you didn't say anything. But it's easy to do that for people who don't understand because what that does is information opens their heart. See, all right, I got to teach on this. Uh, see, when you hear something you never heard and it sounds good, what you don't know about the receptacle of the ear, it actually trends into you to open up. And people don't realize that the mass manipulators understand the art of language. So they can be saying something and they say something so articulate in, your, in, in a line that's kind of with you, but you don't understand what they said. But because they said it articulate, your, your architecture of your ear, it opened your heart to try to hear, but you brought an understanding of their knowledge with it. So even though you don't understand it, you were like, yeah, that sound right. And if we asked you, what did he say? You probably couldn't answer. But it sounded. So you got to understand there is a, um, there is a line of mass manipulation. And it doesn't mean that you have to go take a class on language. It, it might be helpful. It just means that you need to grow up in the spirit because God will open your receptacle to understanding what is of him and what it's not. No matter what word. I don't care if you use some kind of big word over me. I know that wasn't God. Because I have a relationship, a, a, a real divine relationship that govern how I think. Can you say amen? amen? So I want you to understand we're still at that Moses, uh, God told Moses to what do you have in your hand? What do you have in your hand? Because the Lord is your strength and your salvation. Whom shall you feel? The Lord is the strength of your life, to whom you shall not be afraid. Oh, neither your foes or your enemies shall take you down. Can you say amen? So he, he, Moses said to the people, I'm sorry. So I want you to understand that it, it takes, he starts with verse 3. His delight is in the what? Fear of the Lord. I have to rush through here. His delight is in the fear of the Lord. Now, it's a difference between the fear of the Lord and you fear in God. Are you scared of God? It's a difference between you, the fear of the Lord and you being scared of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is you understanding the elements that govern the life of God. For example, if God is your life and you have made God life to you, when you are not in the right stance or alignment with God, you don't feel like you have life. So the fear is, hold on, I, I, I need to make sure I stay in what? Life. So that's the fear of the Lord. Because without God, you feel like you don't have life. It's like a fish outside of the boat. They start to suffer or suffocate. That's how the Christian should be if you're not praying. Which means prayer should be your lifeline. And if you're not praying, that means you're suffocating. Y'all all right with that? Yeah, yeah, if you're not praying, you're suffocating, which means you, you, the familiarity of, of the outside life will suffocate you. And in that suffocation, you find anxiousness, you find depression, you, you, you find overwhelmingness. Why? Because that's not the lifeline you were called to live from. Can you say amen? 
So the fear of the Lord is, if I don't get back into my lifeline, I know what the, that feels like. Y'all better hear it. See, sometimes God makes it hard in the nature of where you've been to make sure that you don't turn around and go back. <laughs> God, I knew I didn't feel it. I don't want to do that. But sometimes, y'all know how we hard-headed. Hey, come on, can I hear some of y'all hard-headed? Like, I used to be hard-headed. I don't know about y'all. You know, I still go back with a broken leg. I knew it was bad. Just... I dragged the leg right back on in there and then still messed up. Come on, somebody. I, I know I'm not alone. You see, see, God is trying to help you to understand. Stay out of that. <laughs> it felt bad, but you still went back. <laughs> Found no life, nothing. Because you've gotten used to, you've gotten used to the abundance of abuse to self. The obstruction of self. The cycle of self-obstruction. Which means you don't think enough about yourself, so you obstruct yourself. And then you justify what you just did to yourself to prove to yourself what you wasn't for about yourself. Are y'all staying with me here? Uh, Hold on, I think I lost a couple of people. Let's get back to the storyboard. Because of what you think about yourself, you obstruct yourself. And when you obstruct yourself, you start to confirm about yourself because of what you just did about yourself. But you didn't know it because of how you thought yourself. And then when you do that, you get in the continual cycle. But it's still about how you thought about yourself. And God is saying, I need you to let go of what you think about yourself and give it to me. Because if you keep keeping this perspective about yourself, you rewind the same system about yourself. I don't like it, but I got to qualify what I think about myself. So self-abuse and misuse stay in a consistent cycle. Why did I do it again? Because of what I thought about myself. And when I do it, it confirms about myself what I said about myself. You see, I knew I wasn't good enough. I knew, I, see, I knew, I knew, I knew. See, I never get it right, you see. Ah. And, and, and God is trying to say, you, you, there's some things in your hand that I need you to let go of. You, you, you got to break this perspective about you because, see, the, the, the problem is I, I, I knew you can't get it right without me, number one. You, you wasn't born to get it right without me. You, you, you were born to understand that your sufficiency cannot be without me. So God, what do I do with this thing in me? I've I, I got to learn to bring it to him. Say this with me. No matter where I am, no I've got to bring it to him. No matter where I am, I've got to... Y'all, y'all missing it. What, no matter what I'm dealing with, I got to bring it to. See, you, you're going to learn to stop saying I should have, would have. No, you shouldn't have. If you would have, you could have and did. You would have did it. See, now, see, you get too mature. See, some of y'all get too mature in yourself. I've been in church 10 years. I should know better by now. No, you shouldn't. You, 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 see, but, but you didn't learn the way that he does it. Just because you go to church don't mean you know the way. 
Because the way is by the inward parts of the Spirit of God in you. Which means if you don't know how the, to, to go through the operation of the Spirit class, which many haven't even started yet, you won't know the way. See, there's a Spirit class and then there's a church class. Oh, you thought because you, you went through the discipleship program, you finished. Oh, no. That was the start to your spirit life class at home. It's called a spirit obedience class at home, which means the spirit is going to start. Your Holy Spirit that you have is going to start saying, hey, it's time to pray. <laughs> but see, we say, no, it's not because I already took the class. <laughs> I see. No, I was there Sunday. I, you know, God, hold on. What you talking about? I was there for two hours. I did my time. You did. So you checkmark yourself off for the day. But you didn't know there was another class that, that is called the spirit life class. Somebody say the spirit life class. Some of you, it's time to start your spirit life class. It, it means you're going to learn to walk with the Holy Spirit that you have. So every day this, you're going to walk by the Spirit. He's going to talk to you. You might look weird sometimes. You might, you might be at the, the cubicle looking, sounding weird. You, you praying, shout under your breath, shout to the broom to the beast to the bruise that. And they you all right, baby? Yeah, I'm good. I'm shending the brain to the body. I'm getting my breakthrough because I'm learning that the God is, come on somebody. I used to be depressed at my desk, but now I'm learning to have victory at my desk. I, I'm going through the class right this time. It, it, it's, there's another class that you can't miss. This class teaches you his ways. It, it, it teaches you to know him outside of man. See, see, it started, the man provoked you to that class. But this class teaches you to how to live without the man. The, the unction of the Holy Spirit teaches you all things, all things. Tell somebody, I got to go through the spirit class. I got to go. Yeah, I got a spirit class when I get home. I thought like, oh, I shouldn't have came to church this morning. I knew something I, I could have I could have did what I wanted to do today but now I gotta look out for what Holy Spirit might say to me I, I you know what I had a plan with boo-boo today but I now I'm thinking about the Holy Spirit I'm gonna sit there and mess up my dinner because now pastor said something about the Spirit might say something to me yes he will hey but now I can grow on and be what I'm called to be Come on, somebody. I can go on and be what I'm called to be. I don't want to be deceived anymore. I don't want to be ostracized anymore. I don't want to be depressed anymore. So I want to know the truth and the life of God. Don't ever think growth in God stops at a class that you get in church. No, 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 no. You, 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 no, 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 no. You, you'll, you'll greatly miss it. It's the spirit of God in you that will lead and guide you into all truth. Which means the unction of the spirit that God is going to give you. He's going to lead you. Which means every day he's saying, uh-uh, go left or go right. He'll tell you, uh-uh, don't go down that door. That, that door, that, that, that road is closed, baby. Don't, 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 don't touch that. And so you got to learn how he speaks to you. you got to learn how he unctions you. And if without learning that, you're going to have to wait on Sunday to get your freedom. Y'all better hear me. 
All right. See, I, yeah, yeah. Without that, you, you got to wait on the prophetic meeting to get your deliverance. See, and God is saying that that's okay when you're starting out. But there's a point I got to grow you up to understand that you, that I am in your earthen vessel and you can stir it up anytime you need it. That's why when you're at your desk or at your home, you need something. Stir it up. It's inside of you. Tell somebody it's inside of me. It's. It's inside of me. You got to tell your family sometime, excuse me. I got to go ball up something like, like Louisiana say, burl up something. And I, I know I got to go burl something inside of me. I, I, I got to go stir up something inside of me. It's, it's in my belly that flow rivers of living water. And if I need something that's living, I got to learn to stir. Tell somebody I need something living. You got to learn to stir. Hallelujah. So the fear of the Lord, I think I'm going good on time. Hallelujah. The, the fear of the Lord is different from being scared of God. It's something about our nature when we're not enriched in God. There is a fear that's not healthy because of our stand, the state of where we are. In fact, the Bible says the adversary is already judged. So when we stand in the space in the state of adversarial compliance, we're actually in the state of mind that is scared of God. I'm saying a lot without saying a lot. So that state, the carnal state or the nature of our being already by default is a scared state. This is why. Because that nature is conformed, that conformity of that nature, if it's not concluded by the spirit, it stays in fear. Why? The adversary is in fear. Did you come here to cast us out before our time? So he submitted. But he only had time to fake us out. I said he submitted under God, but he only had time to fake you out when you're not under God. Satan, where have you been? I've been roaming, looking for your people. I'm looking for those who don't know themselves. I'm looking for those who don't, haven't accepted you, because they only accept you, because see, I'm after that joke. They only accept you when you give them something. But see, see God, you, yeah. see, take some, just a little bit away from them. Watch how they act with you. I'm after those, because as long as they stay away from who you really are, they won't know they can't stay with you and I have to get out of their life. How can I touch Job? You got this hedge of a... You got this whole hedge thing going on with him. He's a praying... Well, in our day, it's called praying. In his day, it was called sacrifice. He's a praying man. I can't do nothing with him. You got this hedge around him. I can mess with them other Christians, though. <laughs> But he didn't say, did you consider them? He said, have you considered my praying one? Because as soon as you consider him, he's going to make you, watch it. He's going to prove you. He's going to prove you. Which means God might consider you. He's considering you because you're the start of another generation. He might be considering you because he couldn't roll the stone on nobody else but you. Can you say amen? So God is saying the fear of the Lord. He delight in the fear of the Lord. And he should not judge, which means it takes you to 
continue to grow in abundance of God. And when you're growing in God, which is, what is what? Love. Say that with me. It's what? Love. So if you're growing in God, you're growing in love. But you're also in that love, uh, uh, concluded, encapsulate it, it, it a government. Okay? It encapsulates a government. That love encapsulates a government. So while you're growing in love, you're also growing in government. While you're growing in love, you're also growing in what? You're growing in government. The gov it's called the kingdom of God. So he's saying, my, in my kingdom, we, we understand in the kingdom that we don't judge like the regular, the world judge. And when I say the world, I mean those who are governed by their carnality. Which means we got to learn how to live by the spirit. Can you say amen? So I, I want you to understand. He wanted Moses and proved to Moses that drop your rod. And when you drop what you have made an authority, watch this. I'm going to make it a testimony in my authority. Yeah. When you let go of what you've been holding on to, I'm going to make it a testimony of my authority. I'm going to make it a testimony of what I'm going to do through it. Let's go back to this scripture because I want you to see. Tell somebody it's, his God, it's God's authority. It's God's authority. I want you to go, go, go back up to. Nonzo, you're going to have to, we're going to have to give me another pad, man. This is just. See this refurbished stuff? Y'all, see, just buy the, buy the right kind in the beginning. My wife always tells you, you got to learn something from your wife sometimes. See? Trying to be cheap all the time. Come on, man. See, now you're in the service and you're messing all. Look at this. Look at this. I want you to go, to, 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 to go back to Exodus for me. Now, I want you to see this. Go to Exodus 4. Exodus 4, 3. Exodus 4, 3. Watch this. And he said, cast it to the ground. So he cast it to the ground and it became a what? A serpent. A snake, a serpent. And Moses fled from it. And Moses did what? Sometime when God asks you to, to lay down what you have in your hand. Sometime when he makes it can scare you. When you give your children up to God, sometimes what he make them can scare you. Yep. When you give your spouses to God, sometimes what he make them can scare you. Because you're not used to that attitude. You're not used to that response. Sometimes when you give your job and the things and the money to God, it, it, it can scare you of what God makes it. So you need, let's continue to read, read here. So he cast it on the ground and it became a what? A serpent. Next verse. Then the Lord said to Moses, reach out your hand and take it by its what? By its tail, which means when you pick it back up, you're not going to pick it up like you used to pick it up. <laughs> because now you have wisdom and, and how you handle what I just made. You got to make sure you do it in the diligence of the spirit. 
So you've been praying about something, and when you give it to God, when you pick it back up, it's not going to be in the way that you picked it up in the first place. Y'all better hear me. He said, no, 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 don't grab it by his head. Grab it by its tail, because I'm, I'm doing something with it. <laughs> no, 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 don't, don't, don't take my force. Remember, I, I told you, you're seeing me work. Grab it by its tail. So which means I need wisdom on how to pick it back up. Because some things, when you give it to God, no, it's your responsibility. You can't just give, leave it to God. All right. Oh, see. Oh, Christians, we love to give it to God and leave it to God. Leave it to Beaver. Yeah, y'all just everything. We just give you everything. No, hold on. See, you like to do that void of responsibility. So everything we just give to God. That ain't God. I just give it to God. I just give it. No, 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 no. Let's define what giving to God means. Giving to God does not mean that you just let it go, watch this, and walk away all the time. Sometimes, but not all the time. The majority of the time, the majority of the time is a lot of times it's your responsibility. And you don't, when it, what's your responsibility, you don't just leave to God. You, you, you give it to God for instructions of see what he's going to make of it. See, this is what we've missed so long. That's why we leave everything to God and we still messed up in our heart. And the thing that we left to God is still messed up because we didn't understand in this element, no, you need instructions. You need to let it go. God is going to turn it into something and he's going to give you wisdom on how to pick it back up. But if you don't let it go, you don't have the wisdom to pick it back up. So no, you don't leave this alone. If you have children, you don't just leave them alone. You lay it down and then you what? Pick it back up, but you got wisdom. If you're married, you don't just leave it alone. You lay it down and then you with wisdom. If you have an opportunity, something God led you in, somebody God called you to, to, to build the architecture of. You don't just leave it alone and leave it to God. That's a religious statement. Religion says that we have the answer, but we just pray about the answer for everything. That's religion. That's not the government. In the government of God, you actually do something. Y'all got quiet on me. What happened? I thought we were shouting and everything. See, see uh, 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 what happened? See, now the responsibility came. <laughs> I was good, Pastor, when, when thou hast said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I was with you then, but now you're talking about what's in my head. <laughs> I was good with letting it go, but now you're saying pick it back up. I was good when you told me to let it go. See, I can let it go and dance on. But now you said I got to pick it back up. See, see, because I have to pick it back up. There's a way. There's a. There's a. Don't grab the hit. Grab the. There's a way to pick it back up. You 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 don't just handle it any kind of way. God is looking for you to lay it down, and then you're gonna pick it back. But you're not gonna pick it up without wisdom. And that wisdom is gonna come through the fear of the. How many of you understand the fear of the Lord now? Yeah, yeah, I, I, got, I need the fear of the Lord, which means it's a reverence towards God. I can't do it without him. 
Can you say amen? amen? Can y'all handle one more thing? Now, I want you to understand that he told him, I'm going to use that rod as a sign. I'm going to use it as a sign. There are things that God uses as signs. You actually can grow. You don't grow by signs. But when you do what God tells you to do, when, you, when the responses of, 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 of come out of what God is doing, you'll, it'll be a sign to you that you're growing. It'll be a sign to you that God is faithful. Before the sign can go to Egypt, it got to come to you. So before the sign, God showed the sign for him to go down there, it was a sign to Moses that God is with me. Tell somebody God is with me. So the sign ain't going to do to nothing with nobody else if the sign ain't touch you yet. Because as soon as you go and try to drop it, you're going to be like, I don't even know what about it. No, he's showing you that, hey, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Because the same rod that I told you to drop down and I made out of a serpent, the same rod when you get there, watch this, you're also going to lay it down. You're going to lay it down again. Which means whenever you're going to what your problem was, it has to submit because now you submit it. It has to submit. Why? Because you. Can I tell you something? I'm going to tell you a secret about the spiritual realm. Watch this. It's a realm of submission. All right. Let, let, let's, let's, let's go a little deeper. How many of y'all know witches fast? Don't get scared now. Some of y'all, that, that scared thing is in you. <laughs> I thought I was the only one fasting. No, no, no. <laughs> Somebody's eyes popped out. I said, Jesus. How many of you know, how, how many of you know other religions pray? So on the altar of authority or power, it's a game of submission. And whoever is more submitted to their God will win the battle. I didn't say win the war because God has already won. Which means you can be losing battles even though you're called to win the war. But for you to stop losing battles, you got to learn the game of submission. Because whatever adversarial thing that's working in your life right now, it's a game of submission. It knows it can stay long as you don't submit to the grace of God there. It can keep the strife in your life. It can keep the strife in the relationship because the, 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 the submission is not there. You, you still are standing with something. You're still holding on. You haven't let it go. So God can't turn it into what he needs to do to make it out of his glory because you still haven't let it go. So it's still yours. So God is trying to say, I need you to submit. And when you submit, I'll rise. But we can't share space. I'm a God that don't share space with men. So if you go and, and you try to bring me with you, we're going to have a problem. No, know when you go that I am the God. I am the voice. I'm the leader. 
And when you get there, lay it and watch me work again. <laughs> if I worked in the wilderness, I'll work when you get there. I want you to know that God is for you and he wants to work in every area of your life. Can you say amen? What do you have in your hand? I'm done. You can put it on something uh, for me. What do you have in your hand? You know, I've learned that many times we, we keep things in our hand because we've, we've saw some kind of working in it. We saw something work in it, but we haven't qualified to see if that working, it was in truth. Did it bring life? Was it the right thing? It takes us to understand that he is the way. He is the what? He's the way. He is the truth, and he is the, the life. There's something in your hand. Stand to your feet if you can. As I was praying, I'm one of the believers that if I want to see change, I can't keep doing the same thing. Now, sometimes we're probed to do the same thing because we haven't learned enough of the new life. How many know God called you to a new life? Okay, when you come to God, your whole, everything must change. The problem is, you know, we, we got familiar with the old life. Israel got familiar with with, with, with their old life. They was in bondage, but they had a bed and food and all that stuff. So bondage can be comfortable sometimes. All right, y'all hear me? I know we pray to get out of bondage, but yeah, you pray out of it, but you got to understand, you got to be loved out of it. What did I just say? You can pray yourself out of bondage, but that don't mean that you're going to want it out. You're going to have to be loved out of it. It's like having a sickness and they're trying to do surgery without anesthesia. Because you, you got familiar with it. You got to be loved into another level. You got to be loved out of the cycle. Because for you to trust the process of God, you got to trust the God of the process. For you to trust the process of God, you got to trust the God of the what? Of the process. And how God grows us in him is through his love. But that love is also a government. So that's why I say you get both the, world, the, both the best worlds if you just learn to. He says stay in the love of God daily. Give those the comfort that you have what? Receive. How am I going to get a comfort I ain't even going to receive? Your title don't qualify you to go give comfort. He said, go give it because you received it. Love is what transforms you. Love does what? Not you talking about it. It's you experiencing it. The Bible says love will keep you in a holding pad. It, it, it will cultivate you. It will... It does the work. It casts out also fear. Which means when you are praying and love is not transforming your heart, we have not, lear we have not learned to get deep enough in the love of God. There is no prayer that doesn't train your heart. 
I'm helping you, church, for a second. Stop thinking that even if you call it prayer, you got to learn how to pray in-depthly. Love, love. If your heart is not changing, you're not going deep enough. Allow God to stay long enough. Which means love has to captivate your heart before you leave. If love not doing anything here, that's not the God prayer that he, he's wanting you to pray. So time sometimes gets you to stay there until something in your heart starts to change. If I'm praying and my heart not changed, I, gotta, I, I got to redefine and reestablish what I'm, my prayer. It doesn't mean when you first jump in that it's going to do it. Sometimes I got to stay long enough to entrust myself to God to give him what I've been holding on to. My rod, my strength, and what I thought was my salvation. It's very hard to give something that you were used to. Some of us, we had to hold on to stuff because the traumatic experiences that we had. So we had to build something and God is retraining you how to fight his way. So it's going to be a fight to let it go. Sometimes, all right. See, everything is not easy. You know, this is why I, I don't, don't ever feel condemned. I, I understand that sometimes it's not just easy to let go. Well, just let it go. But no, hold on. I've been living with this thing for seven years, baby. I've been denying you in the last ten. And you come one day with this word and mess me up. So uh, I'm with you, but... That stronghold ain't coming off just like that. Which means I'm going to have to drive into myself somewhere and say, and come with relentless faith and say, I'm not leaving until this thing let me go. See, that, that, see you, you, you want breakthrough? You got to get relentless with yourself. So I'm not leaving until this thing comes off of my mind, come off of my heart, come out of me. I'm not going through this cycle again, I, this self-pity again. I, I'm, I'm not going to allow myself to take myself down this road anymore. God gives you identity, self-identity. He gave you two. He said, my law is love me. And then you're going to love your neighbor as yourself, which means you love yourself when you love me. What other two? He said, it even go beyond the law. Wait, wait, he said it's even deeper than the law. Love me. Stop making, you know, I, 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 I'm a basketball coach. I tell people, keep it simple. You know, this young generation, they want. And then they go nowhere, and then they don't make no shot. That's so pretty. Everybody can do that. Kind of like Christians. We can do Everybody can do that. Everybody can talk language. Everybody can do that. You can even prophesy. Don't mean you're in the right place. Everybody can do that. What, 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 what's difficult or what has made seemingly difficult is you bringing your heart, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you can do that. Can you bring your heart? I'm glad that you look like, can you bring what's in your hand though? I'm glad that you can look, you, you sound like that. But the world, they don't need to see that. They need to see what is in your hand from God. 
Can you lay it down and let God build it up? Which means what you've been learning in Egypt, the rod that you got, he's going to use it for his glory. The training that you're getting, he's going to use it for his... Don't undermine what you're getting. No, honor what you've been blessed by. And he's going to use it for his... Because you're going to lay it down. You're going to lay it what? When you lay it down, he's going to give you wisdom how to pick it up. And now you don't just have a rod that's lifeless. Y'all now you don't just have a rod that's lifeless. Now he's going to help you use this rod to show everyone that you are his God. You're going to show everyone you, you have a God that delivers, a God that makes a way, a God that sets free. I have a rod that I use for your glory. Close your eyes, lift your hands. I want to pray for you. Lay it down. I come to tell you this morning to lay it down. You got to learn to lay it down. You got to learn to lay it down. There are things that you let go of, but there are the harder things that you got to learn to lay down. Lay down the pride. Lay down the strife. Lay down the anger. Lay down the anger. Whatever you've been calling your sufficiency, I, I, listen, you, you, you're, not, you're not as strong as you. I'm glad. That, listen to me. We thank God that you got the degree. We thank God that you got the good job. But in the kingdom of God, that is not how we highlight. Because it's all for his glory. Lay it down. There's some business meeting you go to, what makes you proud is your job. That's good. You know what makes me proud? My God. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and his glory. When you find the richness in your God, God will find the richness in your life. Y'all better hear me. When you find the richness in your God, God will make sure the richness of life have to come to you. Don't seek riches, seek God. And the riches have to follow you. And even if the riches don't follow you, you found the life anyway. What did I say? Even if the riches don't follow you, you found life anyway. Because a man that found God have found all of everything. Oh, y'all better hear me. He's found life. That is life. God wants you to, what's in your hand, to lay it down. What's in your hand, lay it down. God, I've held on this for five years. I need you to help me to lay it down. This thing in me, this thought in me, this cycle in me. Sometimes it's usually that one thing that the adversary keeps cycling you in. He's saying, I need you to lay it down. Let me be your sufficiency. With every hand lifted, every eye closed, I'm not going to be long here. I want to pray for you this morning. If you say, you know what, I, I sense, I know I have some things to lay down. I know I have some things to lay down. 
and I can't handle this any longer. It's wearing me out. It's wearing my mind out. It's wearing my children out. It's wearing my life out. I, I want to lay it down. I want you to come up here really quickly. I want to pray with you. I, it, 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 it's this thing, this thing. I, I, I got to lay it down. I've learned to find sufficiency in it, and it's been harming me. And I want to get it out of me, get it off of me. And I need your help, God. I wish I had somebody to say, God, I need your help. God, I need your help. I need you to help me to lay it down. Come on, saints, pray. I need you to help me to lay it down. Today I lay it down, God. I lay it down. The anger, the strife. I am mad. I'm sorry, but you don't understand. But I got to lay it down because this anger is destroying me. I got to get this out of me. I lay it down. I want you to pray. Everybody open up your mouth. Pray. Pray. I give it up, God. I give it up, God. I give it up, God. That broken relationship, I give it up. That anguish with that person, I give it up. Oh, God, how I look at myself, I give it up. I'm worth the wait. I'm not going to give my body to this thing anymore. I give it up. Oh, this sin, this cycle, I break this thing out of me, God. I give it up. Oh, God, I know what happened to me, but I got to give it up. I don't know how to deal with it any longer, God. I give it up. Hey, hey. You make all things new, God, and I will follow you. You make all things new, God, and I'm going to follow you. Come on, pray, saints, pray. Pray, saints. Come on, something is happening. Something is happening. Something is shifting. Something is changing. We give you the praise. 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 Honey, can you come help me pray? We give you the praise. We give you the praise. Rosalamon de Christakai. I let go today. Make that confession. I let go today, God. I let it go today. I give it to you today, God. I give it to you today, God. The hard stuff. The hard stuff. I give it to you. It got to come off of me. I give it to you. Come on, the blood speaks better things. The adversary will let me go off this. I, come on, it will come off of me.
Have your way, God. Have your way, God. Have your way, 
have your way, God, have your way. Move right now, move right now. Thank you for the spirit of liberty, God. Thank you, Lord, for the spirit of liberty. Let it move in this place. We won't be the same. We won't be the same. Let your power move right now. Come on, come on, come on. Let your power move right now. Come on, come on, come on. Let your power move right now. Hey, come on. Have you way, God? Have you way, God? Let your power move right now, God. Let your power move right now. Have your way, God. Have your way. Have your way, God. Have your way. Let your power move right now. Let your power move right now. Have your way, God. Have your way. Swim, Jesus. Have you wicked? Have you wicked? Come on, come on. Move right now, God. We yield ourselves to you. We yield ourselves to you, God. We lay it down. We lay it down. We lay it down. We lay it down, God. We give it all to you. We render all to you. We lay it down, God. Lay it down, God. We lay it down, God. Lay it down, God. We lay it down, God. Lay it down. We lay it down, God. Lay it down. We lay it down, God. Lay it down, God. We lay it down, God, lay it down, God. We lay it down, we lay it down. We give it all to you. Glory, glory, glory. Right now. Right now. We surrender all. Right now. We surrender all right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We lay it down, God, lay it down, God. Lay it down, God, lay it down, God. We lay it down, God, lay it down, God. We let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. We let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. We break the chains this morning. We break the chains this morning in the name of Jesus. We command that yoke to be broken. We command that yoke to be broken. We break it in the name of Jesus. Loose them, loose them, loose them, loose them, loose them, loose them. Hey! Hey! Remove every chain. Take every chain. Loose it. Loose it. Loose it. Let him go. 
Let him go. Let him go. Let him go. Let you down, God. Let him go. I lay it down, God. Lay it down, God. I lay you down, God. I lay you down, God. Come on, pray, saints. I lay you down, God. It's not over. Pray, pray. I lay you down, God. Lay you down, God. I lay you down, God. Lay you down, God. I lay you down, God. Lay it down. Never be the same. Come on, come on, come on. Let it go. I let it go. We let it go right now. In the name of Jesus. I'll never be the same. In the name of Jesus. Cause I let it go. In the name of Jesus. I'll never be the same. In the name of Jesus. I let it go. I'll never be the same. Cause I let it go. Every yoke be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Lay it down, God. Lay it down, God. We lay it down. Lay it down, God. We lay it down, God. We lay it down. I lay it down, God. Lay it down, God. We lay it down, God. That's it, daughter. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it work. Let it work. I lay it down, God. Lay it down, God. I lay it down, God, I lay it down, God. I lay it down, I let it go. Come on, come on, come on. I let it go. Come on, come on, come on. I let it go. I'm not going home the same. I let it go. It's greater than he that's in the world. I let it go. I don't want it no more. I let it go. You can have all of it. I let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I let it go. Lay it down, God. Lay it down, God. I lay it down, God. Lay it down, God. I lay it down, God. Lay it down, God. I lay it down, God, lay it down, God. I lay it down, God, lay it down, God. I lay it down, God, lay it down, God. I lay it down, God, lay it down, God. I lay it down, God, lay it down, God. I give it to you. Give it to you, give it to you, all of me, all of me. Lay it down, God, lay it down, God. Lay it down, God, lay it down, God. I lay it down, God, lay it down, God. Lay it down, God, lay it down, God. Lay it down, God, lay it down, God. I lay it down, lay it down, God. Lay it down, God, lay it down, God. I'm free. I'm free. 
let it go. I let it go, God. I'm free. I'm free. I let it go, God. And I give it all to you, God. I lay it down, 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 God. Let it go. I lay it down, God. Lay it down, God. I lay it down, God. Lay it down, God. Lay it down, God. Lay it down, God. I let it go. I let it go. I let it go. I let it go. It's not mine no more, God. It's not mine no more. I give it all to you. Even the residue, God. It's not mine no more, God. It's not mine no more, God. I give it all to you, even the residue, God. Oh, I lay it down, God. Lay it down, God. I lay it down, God. Lay it down. I lay it down, God. Lay it down, God. Hey, I let it go. I lay it down, God. Lay it down, God. I lay it down, God, lay it down, God. I lay it down, God, lay it down, God. We give it all to you. Just lift your hands really quickly. Oh, the Spirit of the Lord is in this place. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Father, we lay it down. We thank you for victory. We thank you for victory. For who the sun sets free is free indeed. We thank you for the breaking. Yes. We thank you for the breaking. And we know you'll remake us, God. But today, we declare that we've laid it down. We've yeah. laid it down. We've laid it down. Hallelujah. We've laid it down. We let it go. And we lay it down. Yeah. It must go. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We thank you for your life. We thank you for your life. Victory belongs to you, God. Victory belongs to you, God. Victory belongs to you, God. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Come on, I want you to rejoice. There's, come on, souls. Come on, things are being laid down. Come on, yeah. things are being laid down. It's being laid down. 
support your brothers and sisters. Support these souls. We thank you, oh God. We thank you, God. We lay it down. We lay it down. We surrender, God. We surrender, God. Surrender, God. Because you have laid it down, when you pick it up again. It's going to be a sign of my glory. It's going to be a sign that I'm with you. It's going to be a sign that the deliverer has come for you. It's going to be a sign that you have a strength. Come on, it's going to be a sign that I am with you. I told you I won't leave you nor forsake you. I am with you. Hey! what's in your hand every day when you pick it up he can use it for his glory people have laid you down but God is picking you up I, I say God is picking you up God is raising you up you won't be laid down anymore they won't break you anymore I said I won't break you anymore. God is lifting you up. So God, we thank you that you're the lifter of our heads. We thank you that you're the lifter of our heads. We thank you that you're our hiding place. We thank you that we find refuge in you. We thank you that you sit us high up on the rock. Hey, we thank you, oh God. Kim and Joanne, come here. Can you continue? I just want you to keep praying for her. Minister Kim, I want you to keep praying for her. Just keep praying. He is the lifter of our head. Just keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. Say, my house shall be called a house of prayer. <laughs> my house shall be called a house of prayer. So this is the time that we grab to our freedom. We find our liberty. For who the sun sets free is free indeed. So Father, I thank you for the freedom in this house. We hold into that freedom. We love you and we thank you, God. Thank you for freedom. Thank you for liberty. Thank you for license to go forward in your name. 
We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. He's the lifter of your head. Be ye lifted up, ye O gates. They say, lift up your heads, and the kingdom of glory shall come in. Rondo to my. God, thank you for being the lifter of our head. You are the lifter of our head. You will not be without strength anymore. You're the lifter of our head. My comfort is in you. So we thank you, Jesus. We thank you for total and complete freedom in you, God. In you, Jesus. Thank you for seeing about us this morning. Say that with me. Thank you for coming to see about me this morning. Lord, thank you for being so good to us. Ah, you are so for me. And if you're for me, nobody can be against me. Thank you for being for us. We thank you for the strength this morning. For minds renewed. Hearts awakened. We are receptive to you, God. We give you the praise. Give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. In the mighty name and matchless name of Jesus Christ. And if you love him, can you just say amen? We're not going to rush. I want you, we're going to um, receive tithes and offering. But I want you to stay doing what you're doing, Javion. If you don't mind, men of God, we'll do announcements later. I want you to hold your peace of where you are. And as you're getting tithes and offering, I want you to continue to pray in your heart. And know God is to lift up your head. Know God is to lift up your head. So at this moment, we'll prepare our tithes and offering. I'm going to give you five minutes and then we will pray. Amen. up here if you don't mind bring the kids up here if you don't mind to your feet if you can. Can you come up here real quick, huh? 
We're going to pray for these beautiful children. As they start their new year, we're just going to pray and know that God is with them. You're looking at God's children. You're looking at who? God's children. His precious souls. You know, when God looks at his children, he takes it very serious about his children. God is very serious about his children. Always know that you call to protect these children. Children are not made to experience everything that adults experience. So even sometime in our experiences, we got to protect the children. Say that with me, protect the children. As we pray, I want everybody, you're going to stretch your hands when we pray. Um, and we're going to just pray that this year that they're going to go into, that there will be nothing there'll be nothing, no assignment from hell that can detour, distort, or touch them. So I want you to just stretch your hands this way. Children, I want y'all to look this way, and we're going to pray over you, all right? right. Stretch your hands this way. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray over these precious children. God, you shine bright in their life. Let them know that you are their comfort, that you are their strength. Lord, that you make a way in their life. Father, we pray just a covering over their life that no assignment or any assignment of hell is dismantled right now. Every future assignment is dismantled right now. In the name of Jesus, we thank you that you have called each one of them at such a time as this. You have anointed them at such a time as this. And Lord, we pray that that blood that has set us free is crowned them from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. And anything that would try to distort them is destroyed in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you that during these times that they will be upheld by your presence, by your peace, by your love, that they will know that you are their God. You are their father. You're their strength. Father, we rebuke every assignment of influence. Come on, pray with me. We rebuke every assignment of influence. Come on, the devil is a liar. We rebuke every assignment of influence. Ah, we see your tactics. We see your tools. We rebuke every assignment of influence. And we pray that every divine influence be the only influence, only influence that will govern them. 
Lord, we thank you for that protection. We thank you for that authority. We thank you for that strength and that peace. And we pray that over their life right now. Pray that over their life right now. Touch them, Jesus. 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 Touch them, oh God. Touch them, Jesus. Touch them, oh God. Touch them, Jesus. Touch them. We cancel every defilement of influence over their life. And as a body, we cover them. As a body, as an extension of your heavenly mandate, God, we cover them. And because of this covering, no strain of hell can touch them. No strain of hell will ever touch them. In the name of Jesus, we pray for divine intelligence. We pray for divine intelligence. We pray your will be done in their life, God. In the name of Jesus, accelerated learning in all of them. Accelerated learning. Accelerated calling on their life. That they will know you, God, from where they were called to be. We thank you for what you're doing right now. Let it be so on their life. In Jesus' mighty name. Give God a hand clap if you love him. Love you, kiddos. Thank y'all. <laughs> Love you. Hallelujah. Thank you, sir. How many of you know that you are called to be the authoritative extension over your children? You're called to be the authoritative extension over your children, which means sometimes your relationship with God covers your children. So don't ever undermine your relationship with God because sometimes it's bigger than you. You are an extension. And in that extension, sometimes what you do allows God to be made manifest in their life. You pray over them and watch, watch, watch influences in your children's lives. If you, if you comp don't compromise with your children, don't compromise with your children. Well, we thank God. How many are excited about God? Come on, give God a hand clap. Yes. 